Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 612, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is joining right now. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel. They are making some statements together. We will... Uh, we're monitoring this, so we'll bring that to you coming up in about 10 minutes right after Brandon does the sports. First, let's look to Washington. Progress, but still no House Speaker. There is a nominee, but not a floor vote yet. So they've come up with someone they're going to coalesce around and may or may not put them to a vote. Do they have the votes? Right. That's Congressman Steve Scalise, Majority Leader of Louisiana, emerging as the nominee after closed-door secret ballot caucus Tuesday Getting more votes than Ohio's Jim Jordan. 113 Republicans supported Scalise. 99 Republicans supported Jordan. And so inside that meeting, there's this message of let's unify, let's elect the next Speaker of the House. And when Republicans leave, it is clear that they are not on the same page. Right now, at least 10 Republicans say they are not supporting Scalise, and he can only afford to lose four. So that's ABC's Rachel Scott on how it's shaking out right now. The agitator-in-chief, Congressman Matt Gates, who led the charge to oust former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, says he can get behind Scalise. We're going to have a Speaker of the House this week. Steve Scalise won the nomination in our uh, Republican caucus meeting. He defeated my good friend and mentor, Jim Jordan, who I voted for. But uh, Steve Scalise is a really good man. He'll be a great leader. She heard the math earlier from ABC's Rachel Scott. There are some Republicans still holding out. South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace. Especially given what's happening in Israel right now, I just cannot support someone who's associated with anything that is divisive, whether it's race or religion. I'm just a hard pass on that. So she's claiming that Scalise in 2002 attended an event that was linked to a white supremacist group. I don't know that that's been Scalise's reputation. Hadn't. Has he reacted to that accusation? And I've not seen any statements from him or where that's coming from, but she's putting that out there, whether or not that plays a role. Democrats kind of still playing the waiting game. Democratic Congresswoman Kathy Manning of North Carolina. We are ready to get back to work for the American people. We hope the Republicans can stop the uh, inter-party fighting and elect their speaker. And they won't vote for Scalise. They won't. They'll vote for their person. Right. You wonder if this thing gets drawn out. It seems like Republicans do not want to have 15 votes like they did last time. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that they've got the votes before they actually put that person up. You wonder if there is any negotiating possible across the aisle. Doesn't look like that's possible, but that's still out there. A handful of Democrats could get behind somebody that they prefer and tilt the vote. Find that hard to believe, but maybe. (laughs) Yes. And then one more note here on the proceedings in the House. Looks like Republicans are getting set to toss this guy. I have no clue of what you guys are talking about. No, New York Congressman, sorry. Sorry, Congressman. New York Congressman George Santos facing a slew of additional fraud charges related to the lies he's told about everything in his life. (laughs) Fellow New York Republican Congressman Anthony Despacito posting to social media. Today I'll be introducing an expulsion resolution to rid the People's House of fraudster George Santos claiming that he's got a number of Republican co-sponsors as well from the congressional delegation in New York. Not sure it will pass, but at least some Republicans have had enough of this. I mean, I'm just going to go defend myself. 615 Sports is next with Brandon. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks will be a sight to see come Sunday afternoon. Head coach Adrian Griffin and general manager John Horst 
Joining NBA on ESPN yesterday to lay out the team's plan for the debut of Giannis and Damian Lillard. You know, the more opportunities we can get them playing together, the better. So count on Sunday. It's, it's the next time that we want to see them out there uh, in live comp- competitive play. So it's an exciting time for us. But again, it's, you know, it's this process and we're just taking step by step. The Bucks will take on the Lakers Sunday. Of course, you can tune in right here for full coverage of that game for Bucks shoot-around. That begins at 5 p.m. Over to baseball, where it was not one, but two homers from Bryce Harper as the Philadelphia Phillies took a two-games-to-one lead in the best-of-five NLDS over the number-one-seeded Atlanta Braves. The right-hater's pitch. Swung on. Belted. Deep right field. And it's long. Gone for Harper. Second deck, three-run home run for Bryce Harper as he punishes that pitch from Bryce Elder. And the Phillies take the 4-1 to lead. The call on WIAP as Harper mashed that three-run homer to right, and the Phillies go on to beat the Braves by a final score of 10-2. to After the game, Harper wouldn't exactly admit he was fueled by comments from Braves shortstop and former Brewer Orlando Arcia made about him following that Game 2 loss. But he said he's certainly heard about him. Was there any motivation? I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him. Harper responded with those two home runs, staring Arcia down both times he actually rounded the bases. The Phillies can punch their ticket to the NLCS with a victory tonight. The Diamondbacks are moving on after a three-game sweep of the L.A. Dodgers. Arizona hitting four solo shots in the third inning as they go on for the 4-2 to win. And the Astros take care of Minnesota with the 3-2 to victory. They'll face off with the Texas Rangers in the ALCS. And lastly, week six of the NFL season kicks off tonight with an AFC West divisional matchup. The 1-4 Denver Broncos visiting the 4-1 Kansas City Chiefs, that kickoff all set for 7-15. Happening right now, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on the ground in Israel. He is holding a joint media availability with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. We'll bring you some of their comments next on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 6.22 this morning, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in Israel. Appearing at a joint media availability right now with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Airstrikes continue on Gaza of yet no ground invasion as hundreds of thousands of Israeli troops are massing at the border following the weekend terrorist attacks at the hands of Hamas. Still speaking right now is the Prime Minister and uh, Antony Blinken. Do you have some of this? Blinken speaking, saying there is no justification for the atrocities by Hamas. Let's listen in live. Human life and human dignity, that's what makes us who we are. And we count them among our greatest strength. That's why it's so important to take every possible precaution to avoid harming civilians. That is Secretary of State Antony Blinken there. He is flanked by Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister who spoke before him. I say to you, I say to all of us, there will be many difficult days ahead. But I have no doubt that the forces of civilization will win. And the reason that's true is because we understand what is the first prerequisite of victory. It's what you just said in our meeting. Moral clarity. So the two still continue to hold their media availability. They are in Tel Aviv, Israel, where it's uh, the afternoon. And unclear exactly what 
you know, we've been talking about this for days. What does U.S. support mean? We know there's a U.S. carrier group based now in the, in the eastern Mediterranean. It has said, according to the White House, to be a deterrent for anybody else who wants to get involved in this. Right. Namely, Hezbollah from the north or uh, Ir- Iran. But uh, it remains to be seen what kind of support uh, the U.S. has basically ruled out putting troops on the ground so far, although not definitively. Nothing is definitive, right? The still line's be, always right. moving. Yep, yep. And still trying to figure out hostage situations, how many are still alive, where they're at, where they're being held. And how do you, you know, you target the airstrikes to not only try to protect civilians on the other side of that border, but also where are these hostages? Yeah, you know, said to be in like tunnels or caves or underground someplace. So if you don't know where they are and you continue to hit from the air, are you possibly endangering them any further? Right. right? It's all very complicated. One of the things I did want to bring up on all this, besides the obvious exceptions of people in the Middle East, others connected directly to that war, who is the most worried man in the world right now? It's got to be Vladimir Zelensky, president of Ukraine. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin from the U.S. has been at NATO headquarters in Brussels this week. And you know who else popped up? President Zelensky making a trip to Belgium. No one can say for sure how many more days we will have to defend our independence and to defend our identity. Zelensky pointing out Monday will mark 600 days of the war with Russia. And not for nothing, seems pretty clear that this visit is a signal like, hey, hey. Don't forget about Please us. Please don't forget about us. I mean, the truth is it's a nation that cannot defend itself. It cannot. If the world's free nations who are right now funding and supplying that Ukrainian effort to beat back the Russian invasion, if they can't continue to throw support behind that effort, if they're now focused on Israel and what's happening in the Middle East, that's not good for Ukraine. And so what what do we do? Just drop that war? We're now basically fighting two proxy wars, right, the right. U.S. is. One in the Middle East and one there. You heard Congressman Gallagher talking about it. Like, it's starting to, and there's other things percolating too in other parts of the world as well. I mean, you can't blame Zelensky. They, they need to remain in the news. They need to remain top of mind in order to be able to protect themselves. May only increase that debate that's already starting to percolate as to how long can the U.S. continue to fund at the level that it has that war effort there in Ukraine, or are we closer to what some have suggested must be a brokered speech, uh, a brokered peace? News about your money this morning, WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update, Dow Jones Industrial Average. And another decent day, up 66 points to 33,805. The NASDAQ at 13,660, that was up nearly 100 points. And the S&P 500 up 19 to 4377. It's time for the Annex Wealth Management Tax Smart Planning Review. They'll review, assess, and provide strategies you can use. Go to AnnexWealth.com slash TaxSmart. Again, going on this Thursday morning, Wisconsin's morning news and our teammate from ESPN, Milwaukee, Jen Lada, in the house this morning. You travel a lot, Jen. Yes. Do you scan for the bed bugs? I don't, but I might start. <laughs> Eric's got a very disturbing story that he demanded we share with I, you today. I didn't <laughs> yeah. demand anything. Yes. I was just questioning whether or not I didn't realize that this was such an issue that they call it an actual pandemic. It's like a COVID pandemic in Paris. They call it. COVID with legs, but it's bed bugs oh, being the problem. What a horrifying analogy. People are staying home. People aren't taking the tube because they're so worried about the bed bugs. Wait, bed, people aren't going bug. to Paris? Come on. Like, if you have a trip planned to Paris, 
Are you going to let a little bed bug infestation keep you from going there? Like you, you save up. Like Paris is one of those like destination spots, anniversary spots. Like I don't know people who are going. You know what? On second thought, we should stay in Ypsilanti. <laughs> Paris bed bug outbreak is but actual Parisians are not going out, right? Yes, where they're staying home and working from home because uh, they're afraid they're going to carry the bed bug to and from places. Yeah, I'm work from home today, guys. Uh, I don't want to get on the get on the subway. Where are the bed bugs happening? Like at hotels? At like? And they're finding it in apartments and residences. They have piles of mattresses now in different areas as uh, people try to rid themselves of said bug i mean i'm missing out on something here aren't your beds typically in your homes so, so the, you the question it, is no you pick it up somewhere ah, yeah, and you carry it home. Oh, you're carry like a parasite is that what, yeah. you, you're a carrier so what you should never do i'm told when you're in a hotel is put your bag on the floor that it should always go in that little you know how the every hotel has that little stand that you can put your bag in. Oh, they also called, say you shouldn't put way. it on the bed. That's yeah. what I was just right. going to say. So now we're just levitating our bags because they can't go on the floors <laughs> and they can't go on the bed. They hang it from the just ceiling. hold it. <laughs> um, so I've never had bed bugs that I know of. I feel like you would know. You would if know. You had bed bugs, but I have a family member who, when they were little, uh, went to a nudist colony. <laughs> this story is going to take some wild turns. So my grandparents were nudists. <laughs> Okay, so at one summer, they asked my mom and dad, hey, can we bring the kids with us to the nudist colony? My parents were like, "Uh, I don't think that's a great idea. But my sister really wanted to go. So she went to the nudist colony. She went to the nudist colony with my grandma and grandpa and came back with scabies. Oh, no, no, this didn't happen. <laughs> it did happen. She was very little, and of course, that you know really fractured the relationship between my parents and my. How much longer do we have in this segment? There's so much to unpack here, or do we just want to pass? So how do you, how do you how do you become a nudist? I want to go that route to start. Preference, just personal preference. Interesting. Can't find any clothes. That so really... for your sister, it didn't take. Huh? She didn't. No, she didn't get converted. She on the didn't. Experience, yeah, I don't right? think that that's wears how clothes that nowadays. Out. Yes, every day. Yes. <laughs> uh, this just came in on the old National Bank talk and text line. Um, someone reminding us Paris hosts the Summer Olympics. Is that next summer? That's a great point. Right here um, we go. They should be able to get it taken care of by then, right? Don't you just fumigate? Maybe I'm oversimplifying. Yeah, do you have to do the whole, whole city? Like, like if it's in the subways, if it's in places, like they're that's worried the about the tube between London yeah. and Paris. I don't, again, I'm missing something. I thought that bed bugs preferred. Bed environment. No, man, There's it's not just a lot of beds. Anything soft and warm. Uh, okay. What, Fabrics of kinds. Subway? But the, the subway is not historically <laughs> warm. Cold, but, yeah, the thing, place. though, exactly is that right. it's not going to kill someone. Like they say, COVID with legs. That's not really fair. Bed bugs just make you scratch. So are you just walking around where like stuffing your your sweatpants into your socks is that how this works like <laughs> no i'm being serious like you don't want anything loose yeah so you sweatshirts you're pulling them over your hands that's a good question i'm not sure turtlenecks what... chris I... in wauwatosa reports his par- his parents went to paris two weeks ago they said they did not come back with any bed bugs okay that we okay. know confirmed of. all right <laughs> thank you chris <laughs> Rugby World Cup, they're suggesting, could be bringing people from all over the world to Paris. Is and that that's what's bringing ongoing? the bed bugs? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, how, do bed, how, does it ha- how does it start? Well, there's somewhere. Gotta, just right? like a nudist colony. Who's the first one? <laughs> exactly. 657. Who's responsible for this? On Wisconsin's Morning News, here are the business headlines from the Milwaukee Business Journal.